0: These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey you, welcome back to another episode of Captivate and Close. This is so fun because while you haven't probably noticed because we've been producing podcast episodes every week, we had to do some bulk recording at the beginning of the month just to get us through holidays and really allow ourselves to take a step back. And so it's the first time coming back to the mic in like, I don't know, three or four weeks which feels crazy but so fun we are fresh in the new week in the new year this is so fun this is one of my favorite times of the year and I definitely don't buy into the hype of like new year new you but I do love the intentionality behind a fresh start Right. I think that if we consistently or if we if we were to just like continuously roll over into the years without sort of this like SART and stop reflection we would never take the time to really look back and look forward right and set the intentionality i know everybody's like well you know you fail by february or whatever And, and um we we actually have a lot of training around around that we um talk a lot about what it means to hit goals and what it means to strive towards those goals um, but it's never about the goal itself. It's really about who you become in setting those goals. And when you take the time, whether that's you know heading into the new year or right when the new year kicks off, to just pause and reflect on how far you've grown just in the last year, you would be so surprised at uh, how far you've come. You know, so often people think that, well, I didn't hit my revenue goal or I didn't get this done or I didn't leave my job. But And so they see it as as a flop. But if I force them to like sit down and like really, really force themselves to come up with wins, things start flowing and they look at it and they're like, oh my gosh, look at everything that I've accomplished. So I love this. I think that I'm a super committed and disciplined person. And so when I set my eye on something, I go for it and I'm not sort of like a seasonal, you know, like. I'll, I'll be in all in for a couple months and then I'll slide like I'm freaking I'm all in all the time. But of course, as, uh, as far as seasons go, right, there's some ebb and ebbing and flowing as far as high octane, low octane and things like that, which I talk about a lot. But I really want to take this opportunity to share with you what my company vision is and what not only what I'm excited about for this year to come, but also, give you some insight into what is ahead for you as far as um, a listener, a member of our audience, a client even. And I want to do this because um it I want you to feel inspired, right? I know that whenever I get to hear my mentors talk about their their vision and their strategy, like it totally fires me up. I also want you to understand what's possible for you, right? Because I'm no different than you, <laughs> um, and there's no like I I have a very unique unique brilliance just like you do. But um, where where we think about like what creates success or what doesn't, and I use success very vaguely here, right? We all get to define what success means. Um, the difference really is just the consistency and repetition behind that um, and right committing to the journey of becoming. And so I just want you to know that um, I just want you to feel inspired. I just want you to feel inspired. And I also want you to know if you are um, especially scaling past 10 20k, maybe 50k months this year, um, you'll really resonate with this episode because you'll hear a lot about the infrastructure of what we're building now and some new things that are coming. But if you're under 10k months, this will also be very relevant to you because you'll be able to just get a um, get some insight into what you should or should not be focused on for the year. But ultimately, I just want you to feel so inspired in what's possible for you, right? Because my business is such a baby business, right? We, um, we're we a little over two years old, which is crazy to think. And we've had such accelerated growth. And everything can change for you, right, in, in, in a very short period of time. Um, which is exciting, but also if you've had, say, a longer journey, know that that is okay too. And we're all exactly where we're meant to be. But we also have to commit to taking forward or commit to taking action that is aligned with where we're wanting to go, right? And I, um, you've probably heard me talk about this a lot, but where we spin out is when we're taking action from a space of bad thoughts. meaning this isn't working or I need to try harder or this won't work for me because you know xyz when we take action from that space that will constantly create spinning but when you constantly take action from a space of this everything is working for me this is possible um, and operate from the space that your success is inevitable then 100% everything. It's just a matter of time, not not, um, if, but when, okay? And so I think overall, it's just helpful to see um, how we think, how we strategically plan out our year, what it looks like and what's coming. So um, the importance of hitting, hitting a revenue goal is not to... Focus only on the money, right? What we know is we create businesses out of income and impact. But revenue is a very strong, objective, data point that tells us whether we're on track or not. Now, again, there's a lot of, um, or there's a lot of stories that could go into that. Like, what if you don't hit your revenue goal? Does that mean that things aren't working? No, not necessarily. But we have to have something to measure against and be able to reverse engineer that, right? So when you think of, let's say you want to hit 10K months, right? That's $120,000 a year, right? So if you were to think about how many clients you need to enroll with the current price of your offer, then it's going to give you a very straightforward number of how many clients you need to enroll for the year. There is no arguing that. There is no emotion in that data. It's a math equation and so this is why it's so important like we could wrap all of the emotion into what's working what's not working and and trying to tell ourselves that we need to be doing all these other things but at the end of the day we have the data there that shows us if we're on target or not now we can make that mean a whole bunch of other things right if we're not on target we could mean it can we could make it mean like we're not worthy enough or this isn't working right that's where we start to spiral but you really do have to stay in the space of this is working right so i won't go too deep into that i feel like that's a, an entirely different discussion but obviously our first goal is revenue driven and we plan to 5x our revenue for 2022 now this um might sound large or small i don't even know right it's all relative but when we looked at all the numbers and we looked at our offers and we looked at our projections from 2021 this is a very doable goal although there is some portion of that that stretches us, right? So when I think of setting goals, I don't want to set a goal that I 100% know that I can achieve. Because if I already know that I that I can achieve it, then there's no part of me that has to grow from that. So a lot of times I'll hear this, um, this from clients or even friends or people in our audience is like, I'm afraid to set a goal or a revenue goal with the assumption that I will fail it right and from the get-go like you're already setting yourself up for success and so if you're setting goals just so you can say you checked it off your list you're missing the whole point you're missing the whole point right the intention of setting the goal is so that you can become the person that hits the goal and so um, when I think of that 5x revenue goal it one hundred percent pushes me outside of who I am today and into the person that bec- that I need to become in order to hit that, and that's what I want to focus on. Of course, I have the numbers to back it up. I under I I have full understanding of the exact numbers behind that, which is again a very very important piece to the puzzle. But most importantly, I understand that it. From who I am today and who I'm going to be on December 31st of 2022, there's going to be a huge contrast, and that is what I'm focused on. I want to grow. I want to grow into the person that hits those goals, okay? So that is our first focus is um, that revenue goal. But within that, right, we have some sub goals, if you will, that will allow us to hit that. And we have initiatives coming out that are going to completely elevate our company. Now, I say our company because this is super huge. One of the biggest transitions that I've been feeling and sensing and that is also like really, really pushing me out of my comfort zone is shifting from an entrepreneur personal brand to more of a company-based mission okay so I have a full team of five and a lot of times now it's not like I help my clients it's like we help our clients right we have a mission we have principles that we operate under we have an infrastructure we are a company now there's a lot of things that um there's obviously advantages to this. And one of the things that you really need to decide is this idea of building a lifestyle business versus a company that's built to scale, right? A lifestyle business is just, hey, I want to make enough money to fund my hobbies or make enough just to get me by or, you know, have the impact. But if you're like me who has big picture vision, empire vision, you know, large scale impact, this is when we start to set up the company for infrastructure. Now, I'm in my baby stages of this, but I will say that I have everybody. If I look at my team, I have everybody I need with the exception of maybe a few more support roles that's going to help me scale to, right, that end of year revenue goal. And if I were to try to go at it alone, I would, well, for when there was no way that I could hit that goal, but also what I, I would 100% burn out. And so the advantages of really transitioning from lifestyle business to a company that's um, set up to scale is I get to step more out of the, the parts of the business that I don't want to be involved in. And I create an infrastructure, a machine that runs without me being in the weeds of it, but also it allows us to have a greater reach, right? It's not just Kinsey. It's not like just a Kinsey show. It's a company show. And eventually, right? I, if heaven forbid anything were to happen to me, right? I could sell my business because it's the processes there, the pathways are there, the methods are there, the, um, intellectual property is there, right? And you don't need me to be able to create results. They don't need me to be able to, you know, attract and enroll clients. They don't need me to create an impact. So that's exciting. That's one of the biggest pulls I've been feeling, you know, ending the year of 2021 and coming into 2022. If we're honest, it's one of the most anxiety inducing elements that I think I'm experiencing right now. Why? Well, think about, you know, if you think about the, your clientele and the pressures it can feel to, um, to uh, you know, help someone get results or they're relying on you to get results or the responsibility that you have to your clients, like take that 10 exit, right? Because now I have a responsibility to my team. And the constant, you know, doubt, insecurity, and fear – of I'm not good enough for, you know, clients or whatever is 100% coming up for my team as well. You know, a lot of times, like I have these thoughts, which are crazy, crazy thoughts, but this is how our brain operates, right? I have these thoughts that pop in, like my team is going to abandon me, right? I'm crazy. I'm not a good leader, you know, all the things. And so I've really, really had to take time to work through those thoughts and really think about what do I want to think, feel and do instead so that I can continue to elevate my leadership skills and also create the space where my team thrives. Like I don't want to just be a manager to people that support a business. Like I want to collectively leverage our genius to create impact, right? I want to elevate my team so that they're doing what they love and they're Um, performing at a level that they're excited about and they have the balance in their life that they love. So that's exciting to me. But you know, on the other side of that, that those are some things that the pressure or the responsibility that comes up. So I'm constantly working myself through that. Okay. So when we think about this transition, we're thinking about larger scale when it comes to selling more of our offers and what it needs to expand the brand vision Um, And, you know, little things like visibility and things like that. But one of our core goals is launching a new offer. Now, depending on when you're uh, listening to this, you may have already heard about it. But we have a new offer coming out. And this is meant to when we really started to go into quarter four of 2021, we uh, realized there was a huge gap in the market. And when we created our core signature offer, which is Captivate and Close, it's a premium hybrid one-to-one group coaching experience that we launched all year long in 2021. And it was designed for coaches that were already having success in their business and ready to really scale their offer and their launch mechanisms. But what we found was there was like this influx of, of newer coaches and or coaches that were just feeling stuck, right? They, they didn't even have the fundamentals down when it came to marketing and selling. And I think this is, for one, due to a lot of things, but it, it's one due to the influx of the industry itself, right? If you think about 2020 and 2021... Now, if you think about 2020 and 2021, right, people's lives are changing. The industry, the economy is changing. The industry is changing. And there's been a, a really large increase in the people coming to the online space. And so there's just been an overall influx of newer entrepreneurs entering the industry. And also with that, we have an overabundance amount of strategies that are being sold to all online business owners right and so this causes spinning and confusion and doubt and all the things and so we've just noticed as we were launching our captivating clothes offer for this what we thought at the time our ideal client there was all these variations of of ideal clients coming in from that we did our best to serve them and and kind of adjust our offer accordingly but we realized that we have an entire pocket of people a t- entire space in the industry that we could capitalize on because we want to be those people right we didn't we didn't intend to serve new entrepreneurs newer entrepreneurs or even um I think about, you know, distilling our content into just basic elements of marketing and selling and mindset, but we, we wanted to be the ones to teach them that. And so it was a constant evolving of our offer, but then it was like, no, like this is going to require an entire new offer, entirely different delivery and fulfillment behind that offer. And so this is what we've been dreaming and scheming all of quarter four, and we're gearing up to launch. So that's our biggest priority for not just quarter one of 2022, but all of the year, right? Really, um, uh, you know, filling up, obviously selling out, no, not selling out. That's our priority for 2022 is, um, reaching more people, more coaches with that offer and and really dialing in that content, we have core curriculum built in. There's coaching involved. There's really really fun things in this offer, which we cannot wait for you to see it and be able to share more details around it. But it's really meant to give you the the, the fundamentals to uh, what it the mindset behind um, a successful you know coaching business. The marketing principles, right? Because what you're being sold most likely is like the newest shiny strategy of Instagram or Reels or TikTok or whatever. And while that is cool and fun, like nobody's actually teaching the fundamentals to marketing. And so we're we're giving you fundamentals. We're also giving you right the just in time strategies to marketing. We're also focusing a lot on content. Uh, what we know is content is king. And so it really truly means that in the online industry, if you don't become a good, you know, not content creator, but copywriter, being able to influence through your copywriting, you will fail. And so we have a whole section and element dedicated to this program that is going to make you become a better copywriter. And then also, of course, how to sell. How do you sell your offers without feeling spammy? Right. And it's again the principle based learnings behind value based selling. We wanted to make an, we wanted to create a program that there was nothing else like it. And I 100% know that there is no other program like this. And at the cost, we wanted to bring something to the market that. Um, was more affordable, if you will, than our higher ticket options. And we are like freaking stoked about this. So um, that's our focus, right? So if we look at the year of 2022, right, we have our core revenue goals. um, But then we also have these sub focus areas. And what we do is really focus on quarter by quarter. And so one of the things that I really want to encourage you to do is think about Chunking your year out, right? I want you to have a vision for what your year looks like and your primary goals within that. But then go to work just focusing on the first quarter, right? Really understanding the goals within there and then tasks that you need to complete in order to hit those sub goals, right? And this could be as simple as like if you have a hundred K goal for the year, that means you need to have, right, a 25K quarter. So what does that mean for your quarter? What are the the marketing and selling activities that you need to do to hit that quarterly goal, right? To assign that many clients, like easy peasy, easy peasy. Okay. So um, launching and scaling this new offer is one of our core focus areas for the entire year, but especially quarter one as we launch it into the to, um, to all you people, and it's going to be so amazing. Now, secondly, one of our core goals is to write and launch a book. This is so fun. I am so excited about this. This has been on my bucket list for a while, but I've had to obviously push it out. I've been so f- Um, focused on growth mode, like building a team, really solidifying our offers um, that I knew that it couldn't be high priority yet. But I believe for 2022, especially when we think about increasing brand visibility and awareness, the book is going to really elevate that. And I have inside of me, like I have a story. I have a story that needs to be shared and it needs to be out in the world because although I share elements of it, the depth and the potency of that story has never been shared before and I think that it could really impact a lot of people Um, and I'm really excited about it. Now, our second priority of the year is to really increase brand visibility and awareness. We really want to expand our reach, right? So we're, we've are we gotten really good. We've dialed in our warm market. We, we obviously dialed in organic marketing. We've started to really dial in paid advertising. And we have all these assets, right? We have a podcast. We have our offers. We have the team. So it's like, how do we completely 10x that? How do we bring, um, how do we get in front of more people, leveraging the things that we already have. And so within this initiative of increasing brand awareness and visibility, we have sub-components of that, one of them being writing and launching a book. Now, other components of increasing brand awareness and visibility is obviously just some general metrics around podcast growth our Facebook group membership growth. So this is our free membership. We really want to have metrics in place that give us some sort of indicator as to are we on the right track, right? Are Is our audience growing at the rate that we want it to, right? If we think about getting in front of more people and then of course our following. Now you've heard me say before, right? Like don't focus on vanity metrics, really focus on quality over quantity. And that is 100% where we are when we think about anything we create, content offers, or even conversations. It's like we prioritize quality over quantity. However, like I said, when we have metrics in place that can tell us, give us sort of that black or white indicator as a As to whether or not we're growing, it's super super beneficial. It's data points, and so we collect. We want to collect those data points and and to give us that story: Are we growing or not? And so we really define what that looks like for us. Now, the third really big initiative for the year is client satisfaction. Right now that we have this new offer, we're going to have essentially three offers now. Our Female Founders Board, which is our back-end mastermind, which is our, you know, most intimate small group of high clientele, we don't really sell that, right? We don't really, we'll talk about here and there, but it's not who we're trying to attract on the front end, right? We know that anybody that usually, like, we'll definitely sell some people into that that are colder to us, but we most likely anybody that ends up in female founders board is somebody that has already gone through one of our you know, core offers, right? And we're, they're just gearing up for that and they're just ready to take their business to the next level. So it really is, but we still have, right? We still have these three offers in which we're delivering services to, and we don't want to lose sight of the most important piece of that, which is our client satisfaction. So we have a client satisfaction goal and we have measurements in which we're able to pull from in order to determine, are we on track as far as meeting the needs of our clients or not? And then lastly, our big really focus area is team fulfillment, right? Team fulfillment for me is like, is my team fulfilled in the work they do? And this is, again, a very new um, focus area for me, right? Usually, you know, when you think about just an entrepreneur-based company, it's like, are my clients happy? Am I happy? Is the revenue growing? But what I know is if we are solely focused on making our clients happy, then we lose sight of you know what's really, really important, which is my team, because my team is also contributing to making my clients happy. They're contributing to making me happy and successful, which al- allows us to have that holistic approach to a healthy business growth. And so we have a team fulfillment goal as far as are, are my team members fulfilled in the work they do and are they engaged and um, do they feel like they can grow with the company? Okay, so those are our four core, uh, four core focus areas for the year, right? So we have the revenue goal, but within that, you know, we have our big initiative of launching the new offer. We have brand visibility and awareness, really increasing that, and then we have client satisfaction and team fulfillment. Now, I spoke to, right? Really, only focusing on quarter one. Right? And this is really what I want you to focus on when you think of um, where to prioritize your time you cannot do all those things like if you were to if I were to focus on client satisfaction and, and making sure my team is fulfilled and launching a new offer and writing a book and increasing our Facebook group members or whatever all in quarter one like I would spin out and also I would burn my team out. And so we've been really diligent about what we're, our core focus areas are for the first quarter. Now, of course, as a byproduct of those areas, these other elements will enhance themselves right and this is what I really want you to understand is sometimes you know it's so hard you know you've heard this idea of like pick the one thing and you're like well what about all these other things that seems important too but what happens is when you get super disciplined and focused and growing the one thing the byproduct of that is exponential you really can't undervalue the ripple effect and so, if you have, say, a big year ahead of you, and you you look at all these initiatives, and you're like, "This is too much," um, then of course we need to bite. We we need to you know scale back just a little bit. I mean, if you think about my team goal, right? That doesn't require a ton. Of operational work, it just requires a, a little bit of uh, me to really lean into my team. It requires me to, you know, have the right processes in place to ask the questions and be able to know are they being fulfilled, right? Are we doing um, team retreats and having good meetings and things like that? So there's not like this big operational lift that comes from that goal, but there's little things that we could chunk out to really make sure that that's that we meet that target at the end of the year. But if you have bigger items like writing a book or launching a podcast or you know, launching a new offer, those are heavy. Those are heavy operational lifts and I know I'm so corporate in my language but this is really important, you know, my my background is project management and so I was responsible for managing the resources for large-scale projects. And All the time, almost 100% of the time, we were always under resourced somewhere, whether that was people, you know, tech or money. It always happens because we always underestimate how long or how much some, you know, much money something is going to take or cost us. And so it's super important not to overdo it. And I think even though we have a very full quarter like launching this new offer will keep us busy, we also have a lot of things already in place that are going to support that. So, I'm so excited to really be able to share this vision with you today because like I said, I want you to feel inspired in as far as like what's possible for you, but also start to uh, get your brain um, turn, you know, spinning a little bit as far as like, are you focused on the right things? Are you lit up? Because like, I literally, you guys, I haven't been able to sleep because like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about what's coming. Um, And I, I, I feel like I, when I sit down to work, I am like so in it. Right. And I think there's times where, you know, we could, we can notice where you're like really checked out and you might feel burnt out. Frick, I had so many of those moments in 2021 where I was like, this is dumb. I am, I am, I am checking out. I'm clocking out, throwing in the towel, or whatever. And of course, those are inevitable. But overall, if you don't have a general feeling of being fired up and feeling inspired and dreaming bigger, doing bigger, believing bigger, you will burn out. You will 100% burn out. So I hope this was fun for you. And, you know, just to give you some context, I've been sitting in this vision and have been strategically planning for 2022, basically all of quarter four of last year. And so it feels so clear and real to me by this point. And it's sort of like it's already done. Right. And we're just going to we're just going to get to work and and start being the people we need to be. And I just want to make sure we have fun. Like if you're not having fun, then, then what is it for? So um, you may need to create more space for yourself to really anchor in the possibility and the vision of what's coming and make sure that it feels good, right? Don't do something because someone told you you had to or because you think you need to or because it's standard practice in our industry. There is no standard anything, right? It's just what you believe to be true and what you want to do instead. Now, with this vision Um, And really thinking about what I wanted out of 2022 came from a lot of lessons learned in 2021. Now, I have like an entire notebook full of wins and losses for the year, but I really wanted to share... Some of the the key learnings, um, high level key learnings that I had that I think that at any point in your business you can learn from, and these are not just business lessons, but definitely um, life lessons as well. So one of the biggest testing points for me of twenty twenty one was boundaries. You know, I see a lot of people talk about boundaries. I hear people coach on it. Um, you know, I even coach on it. But I didn't realize how little boundaries I had. And this was specifically for my clients. Now, we have parameters in place around, you know, certain delivering fulfillment when it comes to our offers and our programs. But there's this part of me, and I realized that this really came from a sense of unworthiness that I felt like I needed to do more and serve at a higher level than I already had promised in my program. And this is just crazy. I mean, and I know that this is so normal to feel. Like when somebody isn't getting the results you want, or they feel like they're not getting the experience they signed up for, I immediately look at myself and I'm like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. Um, and I think in general, I just started to, I I looking back, I, I'm watching myself progress over the year, and as our clientele significantly grew, it was me aligning to different personalities, different journeys of growth, different, um, you know, business models, etc. And I felt compelled to like, um, really, uh, do more outside of, you know, the, the structure of the programs and we design our programs so that they're high level, high touch, very, like, I want to make sure we're always over delivering, but there is a difference between over delivering and then over delivering from a space of unworthiness. And when you do that, that is a burnout game, And I noticed that I just didn't have boundaries in place. And and, um, this is a huge lesson learned for me. And with that came this this, um, epitome that I don't want to work with everybody. And although we turn down a lot of people for our high-ticket programs, I do think there's more opportunity to really be more selective as far as, you know, this won't apply to our new offer, which is what I'm so excited about because this is how we're going to reach more people, is... This is this is program is really designed for um, any coach at any level, right? And and any online entrepreneur, to be honest, because because we're giving you the basics of online marketing and selling. But um, when it comes to our high ticket programs, you know we're intimate. We're more intimate in the businesses of our clients. And I just don't have with my personality and the way that I'm designed. I just there's a part of me that I don't want to do that for everybody. And, you know, like I said, we, we still do turn down uh, the majority of people that come to us, but even within that, I really want to be more selective of, of who comes into our high ticket programs, but regardless, right? It just comes down to a boundaries and the, like, do you have them or not? And this is with your team. This is with your family. This is with your friends. And I really learned that I didn't have good boundaries in place. And I was saying yes too much and operating from a space of lack which is not necessarily what i'm used to right i'm very abundantly minded but i notice that when i do feel like i'm not giving enough to my people right it causes the the scope creep and the boundaries or lack of boundaries and so that's a huge huge thing i'm carrying into 2022 the other huge lesson learned is there is no right or wrong way to do business. Now, I have we have proven methods of marketing and selling online that we 100% will stand behind. And that's what we're going to give you. That's what we give you in our programs. That's what we're going to, you know, be coming out into the new market with this new offer is a proven method for getting clients online. It's bulletproof, right? But of course, there's several other ways um to to do business or to market or to get clients and there's all these you know if you get into tactics there's just all these different ways and um when it comes to even how we operate our business and the launch design that we have and the offers we create what I noticed last year was that I was always looking to other people to determine if my strategy was working or not or if it was valid I was like, oh, well, it's working for her. It should be working for us. Or she had great success with that. I'm going to try it as well. Now, there is definitely something to be said about not reinventing the wheel. And if you know, right, if we know that we have a proven method that works, we're just going to double down on that. But what happens is when we don't get the results we want, we think that it's there's something wrong with this strategy, but it's never about the strategy. And a dovetail lesson learned for me in this is that everything that I thought was wrong in 2021 was strategy-based. But looking back, like I had so many mindset issues, okay? And this is coming from somebody that is deep in the mindset work. We we also have mindset elements to all of our programs. Like I know how important it is, and I believe it really truly is like 99% mindset when it comes to business. But for some reason, it was like I excused myself from that rule, and I, I chalked it up to like, oh, my mindset is good. It must be the strategy. But oh my goodness, that is so far from the truth. Looking back, it I the times that I spun out right, and 2021 was a very significant year for us, right? We 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 doubled our revenue. I grew, you know, tripled our team. We had a huge year, but. I felt like I came up short and it felt like a very, very trying year for me as far as it, it didn't go quote unquote as planned, which is like whenever does it go as planned is and as I coach, as I teach, I know it's never about the goal, right? It's never about the strategy. It's really about who you're becoming in that and I understand that and I know that everything we went through in 2021 was exactly what we needed to prepare us for next steps, but it was very unanticipated. And I hit so many walls. And looking back, I thought it was a strategy, but it wasn't. It was all my brain. And I am so dedicated this year. It's like I know the strategy. I know it like the back of my friggin' hands. I know the strategies work. Our our strategies especially work. And it's I'm I'm not going to blame anything on strategy. Now I'm going to use numbers and data to tell me right? What's working within that and what's not. But if I don't get the results I want at the end of the day, it's not because of the strategy. I'm going to look within. I'm going to do a lot of serious reflection there. And so that's really something I'm um, carrying away from 2021 and really starting to implement more in 2022 is giving myself more space to study my brain, right? To really do the thought downloads and understand why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? And why am I operating this way? That's the key to success 100%. The other thing is I realized even though one of my things for 2021 was really go deeper with my message, I thought I had do that. But I think there was a lot of me that was still playing small or hiding. You know, I made a comment that I did spin out quite a bit in 2021. I questioned a lot. I doubted myself a lot, which then really um, impacted how I showed up. Now, if if you were to look surface level, you probably wouldn't notice that. But as I've been sitting in reflection, I've just noticed places where I have been hiding parts of myself and also not really going all in on myself and bringing all of me to the market, um, because of fear, right? Fear of judgment, fear of exposure, fear of well, what if I lose clients? If I, if I have this belief or what if people don't like me, if I have this belief or think this way, et cetera. And so, um, that was a really good, that was a really good reflection period for me because I don't think if I, if I didn't pause to really think about that, I don't think I would have had that Conclusion, and um, I think that's a very important one that for all of us, right? And we see this in our audience and our clients as well, is fear of judgment, right? And so they're kind of just like dabbling in their message, just dabbling in you know their marketing, dabbling in their offer because of the imposter syndrome or because of the you know fear of abandonment, right? What do people leave? What do people you know yada yada yada, and you know, again, I think I excused myself from, from that. Um, but I have so much opportunity there. Now, lastly, one of my biggest lessons learned from 2021, um, was I suck at time management. <laughs> now, most people, uh, I get compliments a lot. Like, you're a ninja, like you get so much done. But I think where where I uh, am challenged is my ADHD brain. I'm easily distracted. I underestimate almost everything um, when it comes to like uh, time to complete something. And so I'll be like, oh, this will take me an hour. And then like five weeks later, I've completed it. Um, and so what happened was it would bleed into my time, right? I really want to honor my time. Now, I time block and time there's two parts to time blocking right you have to block out the time to do the thing but you but then you have to honor the system of the time blocking now it's funny because you might be thinking like that sounds crazy but i'm telling you i cannot even tell you how many people i've talked to about this that they're like that's the issue right i'm time blocking but i don't have the discipline to follow the time i'm not honoring those time blocks and so while i'm getting a lot done for one it's like my commitment is to end the day at four but then what i noticed was oh just bleed into four fifteen or four twenty, right or then i'm working at night now i'm okay working at night and or in the mornings if it's planned out if it's communicated to my family or if we have an impeding deadline but it's more to me it's more about honoring this, the um, the time that I allotted for and the time of right the how the week goes and making those commitments to myself to my team to our clients right and to to the calendar And so I really want to get better at that. I noticed that even when, I sit down to complete something before i even complete it i've already jumped onto something else and so i've been more intentional something that has i've already implemented that's working really well is every night i check i plan out what my day looks ahead now i take 10 minutes just to it it sounds kind of um weird maybe but like i have to take time to plan for the day so that the day is actually more planned So for instance, we have like currently at the time of this recording, we have heavy, heavy two weeks of full of deliverables that are due, right? Launching this new program. We have a conversion event going on. And so there's a lot of things going on. And so I, I have a lot on my plate, especially. And so when I look at all the things that I have to do, instead of just going to, you know, before it was like, well, Tuesdays I have all day to block out to produce. That's when I'll complete everything. But what would happen is I would be so unclear of like, even the priority of things and or what I wanted to complete first and so I would just kind of like hop skip around. Now every night I look at my day ahead, I look at what needs to be done and I define exactly what I'll be working on and how much time I'm going to spend on that and then of course following the system the next day. This has been a game changer for me and so this is something I will be consistent with each week forever, especially with my ADHD brain, because I get so easily distracted. I'm quick to move, right? I'm so quick to um, get bored or change directions. And so it's being so intentional in how I plan my week, how I plan my day, and how I plan each hour. I used to say to myself, no, that is too restrictive for me. I can't do that. And you might be thinking the same thing, but I am telling you, my productivity has increased. I can't even... Um, I can't even believe how many things I'm actually completing by right having the intention to plan ahead and be restrictive in my time. And sometimes it feels it's not as fun, right? Because it's like, well, I want to have spontaneity in my day. You can add time in there to be spontaneous. But if you want to increase your production and really not you know have the work-life balance so it's not bleeding into your family time, this is the way, like 100%. So those are lessons learned from 2021 and things that 100% have given me clarity on how to not just you know move closer to my goal for 2022, but how do I want it to look and feel, right? Because I could hit, what if we 5X our revenue at the end of the year, but I'm pissed, I'm tired, I'm angry, right? And I, I don't feel good. And so these things are more important, right? It's like, how do I want to look and feel when or how do I want it to look and feel when I get to the end of of that goal or when I'm working towards the goal, right? I want it to feel calm and fun and organized. And so when I think about those feelings, these certain elements will help me do that because I get to take the lessons learned, the things that didn't make me feel good in 2021, and create a system around that to flip it on its head. So I hope this was fun. I hope you guys have such an incredible year. I am so excited to serve you this year. It is going to be so fun to grow with you. I'm excited for you to see us completely elevate and um, really uh, over deliver to you. And I'm just so grateful for you. So I hope you have a, a wonderful day and I'll chat with you later. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymaccus.com forward slash community. i see you there.